Welcome back to the Lens Baby Podcast. This recording is not a continuation of the Moving Through Fear episodes. It's from a new series, Three Photos, One Lens Baby, where each episode explores the story behind three images, all created with the same Lens Baby gear. While it's best listened to while you're watching the video content, see the YouTube link in the description of this episode, we're including the audio content here as an exercise where I hope you'll pick up on aspects of the conversation that are more about your experience and where the speaker's vision overlaps your vision. I encourage you to listen to the audio version first and then view the video version to see the images that we discussed and how they differed from what you imagined we were talking about when you were just listening to the audio. To see all three photos, one lens baby episodes, go to youtube.com slash lensbabyusa. Hi, I'm Craig Strong with Lens Baby. I'm here with Kate Stock to talk about three of her Lens Baby photos shot with one Lens Baby. Kate, welcome. I look forward to hearing the story behind these pictures. How are you doing today? Really good. Thanks for having me. What do you find most rewarding about going out and taking pictures? I really want to record most of the time moments with my children, but I don't simply want to record. I want the feeling that I had at the time of shooting it, and I want to be creative with that. So recording doesn't interest me as much as creating. And so marrying those two together of the moments of my children and other portraits and being creative at the same time is the best. I just love it. What kind of practices have you found that, that help you do that and as a creative visual artist? It's always about light and movement that brings something interesting to an image. And there is no other product like Lens Baby that enables you to do that. And to do that easily, uh, it's my go-to kit now. It's really a mood. It creates a mood and a feeling when you look at those images. And it takes me to the place that I shot it at. You started with the light and then immediately went into Lens Baby. Is that a good marrying of the Lens Baby effect? We're going to see that in your images because I know yeah. what we're going to talk about. But that good light, the backlit aspect of these that we're about to look at. Oh, I shouldn't be talking too much about what we're going to see. But, yeah. but so it sounds like that's a marriage made in heaven. Absolutely. Yes. A game changer for sure. Okay. Love it. <laughs> great. Well, so it's, passionate it's, about it. That's great to hear that's resonating with you. What was your first lens, baby? The journey for me really started on Instagram and I noticed different images and I wanted to know how they were created and they all had this beautiful movement to them and it was invisible and visible in the images. It was the feeling that they created and I was so intrigued by them and I noticed that they were all shot with Lens Baby. So I just went ahead and purchased something on the website and I ended up purchasing the Omni and the Composer Pro with a Suite 35. I had no idea what I was doing, Craig. Absolutely no idea. I started with the Omni in my macro and it really lifted the creativity in ways I can't really describe or give credit to. It really, it was just so easy to use and so wonderful to bring so much more to the image than simply just a flower. It was light in a way that I hadn't been able to capture before. And then when I was shooting with the Sweet 35, I often shoot at the beach 
And I loved, particularly in direct light, I was absolutely smitten from the moment they came off my camera. They were just really beautiful images, especially in that difficult light that you could still have something really beautiful. And I don't shoot in direct light often, but you can still do it with lens baby and have a really beautiful result, which I love. And so you started with the Omni and the Sweet 35 and a Composer yeah. Pro 2 at the same yeah. time. And today we're talking about a different sweet spot lens, which it sounds like it may have risen to the top above either, either of those lens baby products. And that's the Soul 45. Let me just bring up that image of your setup here. And you have a, is this an R body, like a mirrorless body? Yes. Yes. R6 and the Soul 45. You've got your bokeh blades coming in there in the front that can flip in and flip out and rotate around to change your orientation. And when did you get the Soul 45? I believe I got it, I'm guessing probably August last year. So you haven't time. had it. You haven't had it that long. And what about it really brings you back to this particular product? It's just so easy. It's a good focal length. It lends itself to everything from landscape to portraits. It's super sharp in that sweet spot. And then the blades just bring magic to it. And it's all in one uh, simple, beautiful quality lens. I love it. I absolutely love it. So tell me, while we've got this image up, tell me and the viewers what, what the blades do when you flip them in and out or rotate them around. So that's another beautiful thing about it. You can completely remove those blades and have your standard lens baby sweet spot. Without the blades, it doesn't transform that light if you don't want it to. But when you do put those blades in, especially shooting at the time of day, I love to shoot at, which is at the end of the day towards sunset, when you point it towards your light source, it uh, imprints that light into your image in camera, which really is a game changer because you can do that later post, but to be able to do it and create on the spot really is completely magical. Flipping those blades around makes that light move within the image. I love it. All right. That is a great intro to the first of three images that we're going to look at here. And I, I didn't, even when I first looked at these images, I didn't even think that the blades were part of it. Although I do know that you can direct the flare using the blades, but mm. talk to me, how did you discover that? And first, before we get into that, why is this image important to you? Why did you share this? This was a series of four images I put into Australian Photographer of the Year last year, and we, I got fifth place, which I was pretty pleased about. That is part of why it's special, but also my daughter is a tween, and it was just a really beautiful moment where she really looked to me like she was between two developmental parts of her life in that she's very childlike on the swing but also she's very much a teenager. So it was a really lovely moment where she doesn't often get on the swing and she did. And I think this really, it's just one of those timeless images that I'll always look at and think of that moment in her life, but the way her hair falls and the way those blades have framed all of 
what I love was magical to me. So it's a very special image to me. So the blades are what brought that light bleed and flare that's happening yes. in the lower right, pretty much the entire lower right diagonally yeah. in the image. And it almost feels like she's just going into that space. So this is a very iconic image in that sense, especially for you. Yeah. Based on what you're describing. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I use the soul most regularly is to create that flare with those blades and directing that to frame my subject. And this was shot in September, so I hadn't had the soul for very long. And when I saw its magic, I've just been smitten since and I shoot with it all the time in the same way at that same time of day. And if it is that time of day, I can't put it down. I can't take it off my camera. And I'm seeing the bokeh of the points of light in the background are pretty much round. So you don't necessarily have those blades engaged fully all the time. It looks like maybe you've just got them enough to pull in the light off the edge of the frame and not necessarily affect the bokeh, which is what we say those blades are for. And obviously you found that it's amazing for flair. Oh, really? I, for me, the soul is all about flair and sharp. Yeah. So you can combine those two. So I think that's another really important point is that swing is swinging at a fairly decent rate to get mm -hmm. her as sharp as that and to have those details of her hair and her face and then to frame that with light. You cannot do that with any other product. And that is what's so magical about it. It just lifts everything. It lifts the creativity. But it's definitely about the flair for me with the soul and the sharpness as well. Looking at this image, knowing how hard it is with sweet spot lenses to really nail that sweet spot on moving subjects, that tells me you spent a lot of time with this lens and you probably shot this scene before and it hasn't gone as, as successfully as this. And that's a lot of outtakes, Craig. It's a labor of love, but well worth it. Yeah. That is definitely the beauty of digital. Lens Baby wouldn't exist if it weren't for digital. Although I will say that the soul's one of the easier ones to nail that sweet spot. It moves so freely. So if, if you're going to shoot someone on a swing, <laughs> the soul is a good option as well, regardless of whether you want flair in it or not. I would say that most of them were in focus, which lends to the idea that the soul is reasonably easy to use, just like any other manual lens. Talk to me about this image. What did, why did you share this and what about this do you love? For a start, this was a magical afternoon. The light was absolutely perfect. My kids had come down the beach access and there must have been a king tide that had knocked the access away. So although I do not advocate for destroying dunes, this actually was the beach access and has returned since to the beach access. So there was loads of fun to be had. This was very organic. I often don't ever ask the kids to do anything special. I record what they're doing at the time and this is what they were doing. But again, that soul just brings another level. You could shoot this with a range of lenses, but that flare would not frame my son jumping off that dune in this way. And again, I believe that by imprinting that flare and that light within the image, it creates a mood that I had at the time. It shows how magical the evening was and it takes it to another level of interest than just your regular lens would. 
Again, shooting directly into the sun, which is my favorite way to use the sole. In fact, if there's no sun, I don't generally choose the sole. It's really its beauty in that in light and direct sunlight. It's beautiful. This image with full sky behind framing. This is your son, you said? Yes. As yep. he's coming down, that it just feels like a perfect decisive moment here. And I'm interested to hear in terms of the blur, because you've talked about it being very sharp, obviously only in one spot. And then the flare, we see the blur primarily on the right there on the horizon. Talk to me about that factor of the soul and how that comes into play in this image. So I often put the flare and the blur to come over the top of it. It removes all those distractions. So there's a lot of texture on that sand underneath that light, but the soul has blurred all that. And it really, in my mind, it really draws you up to my son who's jumping off. The intention there is quite obvious. I want you to see him. And although he is very small, I still think that he really is the subject in this, although it is a landscape. So by combining those two things, you're creating an image that is him as the subject in this beautiful environment, which is what the intention is. It's to show that this childhood fun of just jumping off this dune. I hope that the image shows that uh, childhood wonder there and removes all that distraction. There's no way you can confuse the subject in this, which is that beauty of the soul and the way it creates that blur. And that, that one spot of focus. Yeah. Last question I have on this image is, if you were to shoot this again with the same lighting, with the same subject, the same event happening, what might you do different? Probably nothing. I'll probably remove my daughter there. <laughs> Because she's ready to jump off too. So that, so again, that, that distraction has gone. But I don't think I'd change anything about this. Arguably, and I have heard this because you get a lot of feedback when you put your images in for competitions and people feel differently about the blur and that idea that it's blown in that it's too bright. Taking down the exposure to expose some of the the sky. But again, I'm really going for that minimalistic look. I don't like very busy images. I probably wouldn't change anything, Craig. Fair. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Let's move on to your third image. And this is more of a classic portrait also with the soul. Talk to me what about this and why this picture is important to you. This is my son and he has put his wetsuit on backwards. And I thought it was quite hilarious. The soul and its sharpness captures all those little freckles and those little details about his face that, of course, as a mother, I love. And I don't want to forget them. I have put this up before that it was really shooting those tiny little details that fade as they get older. And I'm always acutely aware that these moments are fleeting, that they are going to go. Um, so the reason this one resonates with me is that all those details I love, the freckle, his face, how it is now, is immortalized in this image. But again, that soul bringing that blur, taking your eye to his face, to his eye, and to that sweet spot. Again, that's my intention um, to record just how he is right now. 
It's not important to me what's happening at the lower end of the frame. Technically, I could have brought the sweet spot up slightly, but part of what I was doing was shooting the fact that he had his wetsuit on backwards. See, another thing about this image is that he was whinging that I hadn't cut his hair, which, of course, mothers resonate with. They never want to cut the curls off. Um, And he was whinging endlessly that he couldn't see through. So that's another thing that resonates with me. But in terms of lens baby, it's just perfect to swing from capturing the whole scene with that flair to capturing really sharp details and quiet moments all with this one product. It's really amazing. That's why you can't take it off your camera. <laughs> it's You've shown a ton of versatility here. And with this one, you don't have the sun coming directly into the image. It's still down on the horizon. So yeah. you've got that wonderful halo there on his neck of light that's framing him. But you've shown a a huge variety, not just in the, they're all your kids, but each one of them has such a different feel. Yeah. And two of them have flair. This one doesn't. This one really focuses in on that sweet spot more than the other two do in the sense that everything else is a little quieter. And that sweet spot really draws you in, like you said, to his freckles and to his eye and uh, maybe to a little frustration in there about his curls being a yeah. little long that yeah. day. And yeah. so it tells a story. I love that you've fleshed that out for us. So again, it's, it goes back to, I don't want to just record, although it is a huge part of why I shoot, but creating as well is so important. And you really can't get that level of creativity or bring it up, bring that level of interest up. I've got a 50 mil. I could have shot this with just my standard 50 mil, which I also love. And I would have had a beautiful blur in the background but it isn't the same type of blur and I think the soul brings something extra and it uh, people often comment that there's so much emotion in the images and there is something invisible about using lens baby and I think we're chasing that as artists we're absolutely chasing the invisible something we can't quite put our finger on and I hope that this to me has a little bit of invisible. It has that quiet mood. It's a moment with him that is quiet, which is unusual. Thanks for making it, Craig. (laughs) Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for making such beautiful art with it. And if you were to shoot this scene again, what might you do a little different? Like I said, maybe just bring that sweet spot up slightly to show a little bit more of his curls. But again, to me, it's okay because the wetsuit being backwards. um, It's a trade-off. We know the curls. Go your own way. Go your own way. (laughs) The last question I want to ask you here, Kate, is what's one thing that you do when you find yourself in a creative funk that helps you get out of that? Go back to what you love. And I have been in a creative funk. I really want to lift my photography. I've recently been in one, but putting the soul on my camera off really does help. And I'm not just saying that just because I happen to be talking about the soul as artists and creators we are chasing that invisible and that storytelling element but you have to come back to what story are you telling and and uh how is that important when you put it in an image and how does it resonate with others it's a tricky thing but definitely how you get out of it is shooting what you love go back to what you know and what i know is that light at the end of the day and it doesn't really matter because it brings me such joy 
capturing that light, I don't know, I don't know how to describe what it does to my well-being. If something happened where I could not capture that, it would be a, a, a dead spot. It would be really quite traumatic for me. So go back to what you love, shoot what you know, but shoot it in a way that brings you such joy. Those are words of wisdom and you're having to literally get up and move. And so you're moving to the outdoors, you're moving into a light that you have to chase. And so it's elusive and it's going to take some work. You know, that hard work is sometimes the best medicine to get us to say, okay, here's a challenge. And you've chosen a challenging way of making these photographs using a manual focus lens with a sweet spot of focus. It has the bokeh blades that come in that can be in any orientation. You could have one in, you could have one partially in. It looked like you might have had in the first one and the other one completely out. You're bringing a lot more variables in than most photographers. So yeah. that's it sounds to me like not only are you going after what you love, but you're doing so in a way that really challenges you and pushes you to do something really unique. Absolutely. Shooting with Lens Baby is definitely that partnership. And it's like shooting with a friend. And sometimes that friend is really frustrating, but it's here. What can we do? What can we do together? Oh, I love how you've done that. That's amazing. Thank you so much. And it's, you are part of, it's that part of that creative process. Like I said, I could have shot those with my 24 to 70. I could have shot that with my 50 mil and those lenses would have done what I asked them to do. When you're shooting with lens, baby, you're saying, hey, partner. What can we create here? And that's what lifts it to another level. And particularly about that creative flunk, that can draw you out of a creative flunk immediately. Just going out and shooting with Lens Baby is a journey. Sometimes it's frustrating. Absolutely. Most of the time, I'm not frustrated at all. Most of the time I get the images off my camera and I, I'm trying to decide, oh, I can't chuck that out. Oh, I know I can't because all of them are beautiful. It's a partnership, but one that is absolutely worth it. So you're preaching to the choir here and it was, it did <laughs> yeah. get me out of my creative funk, but I ended up going into yeah. the creative side of making more lenses primarily, but I love Thank seeing you. what you've been able to create with it and, yeah. and hearing your process has been enlightening and I'm going to go out and, and shoot some flair with my soul. Cause that yeah, has been my that. goal in the past. That's fantastic. <laughs> do that. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay. I'm honored. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, Kate. You've taught me something about one of my lenses and that I knew in the periphery that, oh, these do create flair. And I've seen that, but mm. you've really maximized it. Thanks for talking to us about your images and for sharing your three photos taken with one lens baby. I just really enjoyed our conversation and getting the insight into what you put into those images and took away from those images and are able to share with us. So thank you. You have a wonderful day. You're very welcome and thank you so much for creating it and giving me this opportunity.